Hello, Belinda. Hi, Omar. 2022 is here. How exciting is that? Wow, it's incredible. Time flew. Yes, it did. Oh, my goodness. And this is an opportunity to start a new year and a new set of themes. Um, So what theme are we starting off 2022 with? It's card number 30, the geranium flower representing harmony and balance. So if you're joining us for the first time, each week we explore the 39 cards in the Gratitude Blooming deck. And these cards were illustrated by the artist Arlene Kim Suda. And she spent 100 days illustrating 100 different plants because she wanted to move beyond inspiration into really a practice of discipline. And what the discipline showed her was just really the power of noticing. And when she noticed each plant and sketched it, she ended up hearing a word. Sort of the plant was sort of almost speaking to her. And that's where these themes come from. And so we get to explore these themes, these flowers and the prompts each week uh, in a very sort of living practice of gratitude. And so the geranium, like maybe for our listeners, who may not have the card deck in front of them, what are they looking at? What's interesting is you immediately see these five heart-shaped leaves that are just very prominent in the image. And then a long stem kind of extending through the leaves. And then the flower is kind of at the top, just as a little antenna almost uh, for this uh, illustration. So it's interesting to notice how In this case, the leaves are actually the most prominent um, aspect featured. And there's five heart-shaped leaves. I think the the heart shape and the fact that they are centered both in the card and then on the stem, it's like, okay, how are we centered in our own hearts? And and she has in uh, cursive harmony on the top, on the left, and then balance uh, below the stem on the right. And so there's almost like a little bit of a yin and yang kind of vibe to this plant um, and how the words are holding the tension between harmony and balance. So what is special about the geranium? Well, it's interesting because every week when I'm just reading about the plant, you know, there's different aspects that will just naturally jump out. And in this case with the geranium flower, it's really What really struck me was um, the medicinal aspects of the geranium flower. Plant medicine, anyone? (laughs) Yeah. So the geraniums were brought to Europe in the 17th century, and they were revered for the rose-like smell and the fragrance. And um, it's actually incredible how they are actually prepared Uh, dried and prepared into um, oils and tinctures um, for healing. And I was really surprised to read the list of things like uh, the geranium can lower your stress levels, reduce your inflammation, strengthen the immune system, improve digestion and kidney function. So basically it's just this all around very healing plant as well as just being a really beautiful one, you know, originally coming from the southern region of Africa and, and just being uh, just ad- admired and all over the world as it traveled to Europe. And I just can imagine just this beautiful, simple looking 
flower just, you know, traveling across continents uh, just to be enjoyed for its medicinal and, and also its, you know, fragrant uh, properties. I love that the, the plant has such a strong healing element and then that the themes around harmony and balance uh, relate to healing in some ways. And, and the etymology of the word harmony, it comes from Latin uh, harmonia, which means joining or concord. So then I was like, well, what is concord meaning? And so concord is made up of two words uh, together, con and core means heart. And so it's together with our heart is where we find harmony and balance. And the fact that these leaves are heart shaped uh, really is then being grounded in, into our hearts. And it's interesting too, because concord can also be concours of one mind. And so how are we balanced, not just centered into our hearts, but how are we balanced between mind and heart? And that's really where harmony comes from. It's interesting because there are not very many cards in the deck that have two words as part of the theme. Uh, Besides harmony and balance, we have joy and presence. And we also have a balanced card. And uh, I remember when we were looking through a hundred of Arlene's illustrations and just trying to narrow it down to 39, there was a little bit of a back and forth about, well, is it repetitive? Why would we include you know, a car, two cards that both say balance. And I think ultimately we chose this card because one, balance is, it's it's a tricky practice. You know, it's almost like it's an ongoing practice. And the word harmony just felt like it brought a different quality to this idea of balance and it felt like it was some it was an important compliment to add to the 39 collection. I agree. I think I like to think about balance more through the lens of integration. Like mm. what does it mean to be more integrated? And so that's why I even love the etymology of this. It's like how am I not about balancing my mind versus heart, but how am I integrating my mind and heart together? Um, I think this is one of those things that we create all these separations and divisions in our life. And so this is where I, I love that you had that instinct of harmony. Like when you think of harmony as a sound and you even think about like a chorus and multiple people singing, it comes out as one sound, right? What we hear is harmonic and, and it's unified. Um, so even if multiple people are singing, it's not like one voice or another voice, but how are all these voices coming together? And it's that integrated sound ultimately uh, that we feel in our bodies. It's a vibration. It makes me think of this card as like more of a collective balancing as well, hearing you mm-hmm. say that with these five five leaves. Right, because there's, yeah, there's <laughs> five leaves. <laughs> they're, they're having to balance and, they, and then the flower is having to balance. Otherwise, it might topple over. Um, And so how are all these things coming together um, so that life can grow, that the the plant can grow? So each week, we also then get an opportunity to hear directly from the artist, Arlene, as she shares what her initial inspiration was for this plant and this theme. Here is the story of the Harmony and Balance card featuring the geranium. In the 100-day project, 
I made several drawings of geraniums. These plants will always remind me of my mom, who is a master at propagating new geranium plants from cutting a branch off an existing plant. She is always on the lookout for geraniums with different colored flowers. So thanks to her, we had red and orange and pink and white ones growing in our yard. The words harmony and balance in this drawing came from a version of this flower that I painted in color. In that painting, the plant leaves were a warm yellow green and the background of the drawing was a cool bluish green. There was a harmony of colors that felt in balance. And it made me wonder about why it is that we sense that things are in balance when they are in harmony. And on the other side, why things feel so unresolved when there's dissonance. It's almost like it is in our nature to resolve the things that feel out of balance. Like we intrinsically know what harmony feels like. It makes me wonder if many of the big answers we seek in our lives are actually within us, within our nature. And so much of finding what we need is to notice how our own unique harmony needs to express itself so we can find our own balancing point. Hmm. I love the reminder that balance is within us. I remember in my uh, meditation practice, at some point I got this cue to actually focus on my balance within the meditation. So not just like the practice of the breathing and noticing, but to actually rock back and forth a little bit until I actually could feel the balance within me and then go side to side. And so there was really this powerful practice of just all of a sudden just like noticing like, oh, this is my center point. And I think one of the things I realized through that practice is how much I'm leaning forward. And, and, and I'm not sort of in balance, um, that I'm like anticipating in some ways constantly. Um, and so just that physical orientation to balancing as a centering point and a reminder, like, okay, I can come back to this space. It feels like as I'm hearing you, Omar, and also looking at this plant, it's like when we can connect back into our hearts you know, that's to me, that's like the, the center point of, of my body, of my energy. It's like, what do I, what do I really feel? You know, am I in harmony with myself? And when I connect with others in this way, it's like, there is this idea of resonance that we often talk about, right? Through gratitude. It's like when you're connecting heart to heart, just like how we do every week, there is this sense of like resonance and coherence that we're creating. I love, I don't think we've ever described this as connecting heart to heart before. I love that. Um, just, you can almost imagine at, from an energetic, like harmony, music, vibrational level. The other thing I have to say, listening to Arlene's story is her parents are so cool. I mean, she like, she <laughs> talks about her mom and how she's like propagating geranium plants each week and that her dad is telling her stories from uh, plants in, in South Korea. It's just amazing how you talk about like from heart to heart, right? From generation to generation um, that these things uh, get passed on and, and how they become so grounding. Um, as an artist, Arlene has been really grounded in the stories 
and the practices of her parents. So each week we also do a free association. Again, in each of these things are just invitations for us to really invite different ways to notice in our lives. Like we firmly believe that we are what we notice in many ways. They're like vegetables or, or food. We are what we eat. We are what we notice. And so with free association, um, it's an opportunity to just invite a little bit of randomness. And randomness is an invitation to disrupt sort of sometimes the habits uh, that we get into. And as the beginning of the year, a lot of people have set intentions and are like, okay, I'm going to create a new habit. Um, I'm going to create a new practice. And randomness is a way to kind of disrupt that default setting that we're often on. Uh, and that is so natural. It's the brain's bias uh, to kind of settle in. And so how do we actively uh, create room and space for us to open up to new possibilities? So five words, harmony and balance. Do you want to go first? New year? Sure. I'm feeling it. All right. Resonance. Heart. Centering. Sound. Color. Blue. Soothing. Water. Reflection. Mirror. Hmm. I got a very elemental vibe off of that like just what are those elements water earth air it's kind of neat to connect the plants with that I, I, I felt a lot of water when you were sharing Omar as we're looking now not just at the flower and the illustration and the theme but we're also given an opportunity with the cards to reflect on the prompt. And what is this week's prompt? Card 30, geranium, harmony and balance. Can you see the harmony that arises from making peace with your choices? Brings a whole different quality to this, this scene, doesn't it? I mean, just seeing harmony, how do you see that for you what is what does it look like to you omar hmm. well i think that the words that really resonated with me in this prompt are the making peace like what does it mean to make peace um and you know i mean we talk about uh the art of war Oftentimes, like there's like books on the art of war. What does it look like to, you know, the art of peace? And I, it makes me think of um, this story where I think Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. went to India to learn about nonviolence. And what he found there was that the practice of nonviolence was not a political strategy. What it was, was what he felt in his heart. 
And by feeling nonviolence in his heart, that's where it began. It wasn't sort of this like, oh, okay, like how do we organize? How do we sort of do a better job at uh, political protest? It was no, first and foremost, nonviolence was something that he found within himself. And that's really then where he created this sort of political strategy from. And so I feel like it's just this beautiful reminder that we have to feel and embody the things that we want to actually see in the world. Um, and it's that being grounded. And I think for me, the making peace is, is been, it's in these words of finding balance between my mind and my heart. You know, for a very long time, I have definitely been, uh, people even always say like, oh, more, I love picking your brain. And I was like, this is weird. Why would people like picking my brain? Um, and versus like, what does it mean to be, oh, I like to, I feel where your heart is. And, and I think for 2022, it's this integration between body and mind uh, and spirit. And like, how do these things all become one? And maybe that's a little bit of, we create these false distinctions. Um, and it really is harmony is about one. It is the, it is the coming together of one sound and one movement and one energy. And it, and it's not this diffuse thing that's spread out. I have literally this visual as you're talking of like two colors and you know, when you're painting, you, you mix the two colors together and it creates a different color. I literally yeah. am seeing that right now as you're talking. What, what color are you seeing? I saw red and blue. Mm, which creates purple. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, the color of royalty. And and as we know from plants is, is originally the dye is really hard to create that color. And so it's a practice. That's what that tells me. Purple is a practice. So I'm excited about this new year, new possibilities uh, that people are feeling right now. And um, in that spirit, I'm excited to experiment with a live gratitude circle with Brian, our producer, who many of you have not had a chance to really get to know, and his wife, Nicole. And and really this theme of harmony and balance felt perfect to me um, related to them because many times in relationships, we're constantly learning about this, this dance of how do we be in balance with ourselves and then with other people. And especially when you're in a romantic partnership, it's, it's a day-to-day practice. And so I'm really excited to you know, just bring Nicole and Brian to the conversation to really explore that live. And just, I've had the pleasure of, and really honor um, of working with Brian for two and a half years now. Um, I had not done any audio work before. And for the Gratitude app, G thanks that I helped uh, launch. I ended up having to do a lot of recordings and he was there in the studio, which was honestly just in a garage. Um, and he was just coaching me um, through just recording after recording. We literally recorded hundreds of sessions. And then who knew that that would become 
such an incredible practice for holding live gratitude sessions in 2020, where every week then I started hosting weekly gratitude, thankful Thursday series, which who knew then would lead to 2021 and and leading gratitude blooming circles with you, Belinda. But Brian has been really uh, such an important thread. And what I love about him and, and what he's done is that he's not just taken a technical approach to sound and audio recording, but it's something that he's embodied. And one of the ways that he's embodied it is that he leads on Clubhouse a daily gratitude circle with his wife. And so it's coffee and gratitude. It's something that he's, you know, brought into his home. And then it was so powerful that he brought it to his friends and family. And I'll never forget that when Brian told us that his love for audio began as a two-year-old with his first Fisher-Price cassette recorder. And on that day, he was sort of given sort of this invitation to wonder with technology that allowed him to be a sportscaster, a preacher, a musician. Just, it was like sacred imagination. And that so many years later that he's continuing to bring that spirit and that energy uh, to this craft. So we love you, Ryan. You're amazing. We appreciate uh, and love your wife and everything that you're doing for and with us. Thank you. Love you right back. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole, I didn't know you were here. I'm here. Hello. And thank you. Sweet words. I love uh, when people uh, see the wonderful attributes that Brian has. It's without me having to say it. So thank you for acknowledging. Absolutely. That's even better when you're complimenting somebody you don't even know that they're there. (laughs) Yeah. It was a kind of a test. No, just kidding. (laughs) I passed. (laughs) So yeah, let's, let's kick it off just with um, hearing some reflections, just looking at this card. You know, this is something we do at the beginning of our, uh, gratitude blooming circles is uh, Brian and Nicole just looking at this card of harmony and balance and the flower and how it's illustrated. What comes up as you both look at this together? Sweetness. Um, reminds me a lot of our relationship. We have a lot of harmony and balance. Um, we're blessed to be together. We're blessed that we somehow can make this work. Um, personally. And we were doing it, um, you know, business wise as well. We just, we have a great connection. I, we, uh, it's, it's to the point sometimes I'm like, can you read my mind? Can you, what am I saying? And that's special. It really is. And you know, nothing's perfect, but it's, it's something I don't worry about at all. And it's so nice to not have to worry about it. And the most healthiest relationship I've ever been in and it's, it's, it's a blessing and I don't take it for granted at all. Yeah. I mean, I was just reflecting on the fact that, you know, we've known each other now 22 years. We're coming up to 22 years that we've known each other total. And it started off as a a really deep friendship and respect. And I think the prompt is what really resonates with me as far as the part where that says that um, can you see the harmony that arises from making peace with your choices? And the peace part is the part that I had been chasing my whole life. 
even when I was little, you know, you would, you would kind of imagine what your wife would be like, who that person is, where is she? Does she exist? What's her name? What she look like? I mean, that's what I envisioned when I was little. And my biggest fear as I went through my relationships in the past, my past relationships was if I commit with this person, am I going to regret it? Am I going to have regrets in the back of my mind that I did, you know, am I going to have that peace I'm looking for with my heart? And I, I, that's the one thing I know I have guaranteed with, with her is I have so much peace in my decisions um, as far as just our lives coming together and being in this relationship and being married. That's the one thing I never have to worry about. And, and that's what I'd been looking for you know, since I was little was having that partner that I never had to think twice about that. I, you know, is there somebody else out there for me? I don't have that ever. And I think that's the part that I'm the most grateful for is that I don't have that looming feeling in the back of my heart and my mind, you know, that I make a a bad decision or am I with the wrong person? So the harmony and balance part is almost, it just comes after that. Like after that, I can work with anything. If, if I have that peace in my heart, anything that comes my way, I know I can figure it out with her. I don't have to worry. And so I think for me and her, we've had our challenges big time with our business and with just our personal lives and tragedies, um, you know, people losing people and just friends and, and, and family and all that. Um, it really, the fact that, you know, I have this incredibly, I can't even express the amount of love I have for her in my heart. The harmony and balance part is just, it's just part of the, this part of our life and, and, and that's okay. I'm, I'm, I look forward to the, to the ups and downs sometimes because we've learned so much from the downs, I, I think. And, you know, um. You know, I'm just uh, so grateful for for the journey that we have gone through. And that's why we're doing the gratitude circles. I mean, the gratitude circles are a way for us to connect with our friends and our family in a way that we haven't been able to before. We've had some incredible conversations with our fathers and our our close friends and people we haven't even met through friends, you know. It, it it's incredible what we've all learned from each other, how we've all supported each other without any, there's just no judgment. There's no, you know, fixing, saving or advising as we like to say, I guess. Um, it's just, it's so naturally beautiful um, of conversations that we have. And that's mirrored in our relationship. We try to be as genuine as we can to each other and to our friends. There's really no reason to act like anybody else or try to pretend to be somebody else. We're really as genuine as we can. And I think that's part of our harmony and balance. I'll stop talking. All that, what he said. (laughs) So how has it been for you in terms of what's been the hardest thing to balance and harmonize around as, as two people who, are in this deeply beautiful relationship and also co-creating together in a, in a business and holding space for others together? Good questions. Um, I just think naturally we're able to kind of 
you know, get down to business, do our work, kind of go off and do our thing. Um, we know not to when to interrupt each other, kind of read when somebody's really busy or not. It's all just kind of feeling each other out. And, you know, before we were ever together, working with him was special because we could work together. He was just like, what do you need? What do you got? Da, da, da. That's what I needed. I was there for him the same way. And we actually took that to another level with our relationship. We're kind of the same way. It's, you know, someone needs some balance or they're off, then, you know, we help each other out. And I think it's just a lot of communication. I just, you know, keep all of those lines open. And even if it's, you don't want to hear it, I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> and, and just really listen, um, you know, with a loving heart. I, I don't want him to have any pain. I don't want him to go through things and he's going to go through them no matter what. But if I can help and ease it or make it sweeter in some way. You know, that's, that's, that's my role. I feel as my, as, as his wife and even as his friend. You mentioned, uh, family and friends that you bring together on your weekly, uh, daily gratitude circle. There's also been an opportunity to reconnect with your father in some way. Can you share, um, a little bit of that reconnection? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I have not spoken. My father and I have had a very rocky relationship my whole life. Um, and there was a very long period of time where we didn't speak for years. Uh, you know, I was pretty upset with him. Um, How many years? Nicole's good at that one. What, what, six years? Yeah, something like that. Six years, and this was the second or third time I've had kind of a non-talking, you know, period of time with him. But this was the big one. Um, and I was prepared, very prepared to finalize that, you know, keep it final, not speak to him ever again. Um, but I uh, I ended up um, forgiving him just sitting outside one day. Uh, it, it was actually, I think, Christmas. <laughs> so we're right around the year anniversary of that. Um, uh, and... I just had this overwhelming feeling of peace and forgiveness and I prayed about it and I, and I just felt like I needed to let that go. I just needed to, I needed to move forward. I wasn't going to ever be able to unless until I started to let it go. And so I texted him and that began a very small dialogue between the two of us that was very slow and natural, which was nice. Um, but you know, we've, we've started to, we've gotten closer and we talk all the, we talk at least, you know, every day now, but he started joining the gratitude circles when we, when we started, uh, uh, hosting them. And, you know, it wasn't like he was joining them just because he felt obligated. It, he actually was genuinely joining them to, to just check it out and to get to know me, I think a little bit better. Cause he doesn't, he doesn't really, I mean, he's now he's starting to get to know me well, but he really had no idea of what kind of man I had become without him, which was a big deal. Hmm. And I no longer had that chip on my shoulder to prove to him who I was anymore. So I was a lot more open and genuine and loving and receiving. So I wasn't, there wasn't that ego involved of me saying, well, I made it without you. Um, it was more of just the gratitude circles that that wasn't a place for me to bring that into, um, simply because one, he was there, but there were other people in the circle. And so he really got to hear 
people among and and myself be as open and raw and forthcoming and trusting in these circles. And he did the same. And what blew me away was he just, he's, he, you know, he's not somebody I know either. I, I was starting to get to know him and it was incredible to hear these deep thoughts that he has. There's no way I would have been able to, to, to get that out of him in our normal kind of conversations. There's just too much weight. There's too much history. There's too much stuff between us there. You can't have that kind of sometimes normal conversation without, you know, something attached to it. But in this case, the card that then the prompts, they evoked a different kind of um, response from him, a response that was honest and genuine. And, and I just, it, it's, it's made us grow a lot closer because I'm starting to understand him a little bit better. And I think he's also starting to understand me as well and connect with me as, as a person and a son. And, um, so anyways, the, the, he, we've grown quite a bit closer through these circles just because he shared also things that he just, you know, you, you have conversations with your fathers, how's your days going and and things like that. But I, I never talked to him about things he went through as a child or things that he, to this day, still um, worries about or struggles with. And I love hearing about those things because I, it's my first opportunity in years to be there for him. So, uh, he does, and he does the same for me. That's what I love about the circles. What do you think he's learned about you through these circles? And maybe did, what was the lead up to it? Did you invite him or how did he even hear about you hosting these circles? Well, before when I would talk to him, he had no retention whatsoever. You tell him something and he'd ask you the very next day, the same question of something you just told him. So he, you know, I noticed he never retained and kind of cared about my life before. And in this kind of go around, we would have conversations and he would genuinely ask me, what are you involved in? What are you doing? And I would tell him about the gratitude circles um, and that I was doing these Zoom, you know, sessions and that it had evolved into uh, Nicole and I doing coffee and gratitude in the mornings. And he just said, what's that? And I said, well, coffee and gratitude. We just, and I totally did not expect him to bite on that at all. If anything, just go, Oh, that's great. Cool. So anyways, you know, cause that's kind of, you know, in the past, that's what I expect from him, but no, he was just like, Oh, when is it? Well, it's clubhouse. How do I join? Uh, okay. And this is, you know, he's 70, 170. And so he, you know, that was, that was a fun, but actually easy thing to teach him. And he joined the next morning, I think, and joined many, many more times afterwards. That's kind of how it started. He just wanted to see what I was doing. I think he was genuinely interested in my life. And now, um, to answer your other question, I think he learned about me is that, Without me even trying to say it to him, I think he learned that I, I did turn out all right and that that I am someone that actually, even though he didn't raise me, I'm very much like him. And we found really, really big similar, similarities between each other. Still to this, like I'm still learning things and habits he does that I totally do. And it makes me laugh and go, oh my God, I'm just like him still. And so- and he doesn't live here. He lives in Florida. So for me to have these conversations and then also to 
feel things that I know we're the same, it's almost the it's the next best thing to not having them here, you know, next to me. So, and I, I just wanted to touch on one thing earlier that you did ask. Uh, I think Nicole was like, what's the hardest thing that we've, you know, kind of that we face as a couple. And I think just to, to touch on that is asking for help. Um, as a couple, I think when you're, when you need something or you're struggling for something, even when it's little daily tasks, sometimes it's hard for her and for I, for me to ask her for help. And it's only until it's too late, not too late, but you know, until it's either frustrated you or, you know, you're deep in this problem, then you ask for help. Then I've, you know, we try to tell each other, look, if I'm here to help you, you're here to help me, but let's ask for it. Cause sometimes we don't, and we get too frustrated or deep into our own thing. And then we're like, man, we should have just asked for help. <laughs> we're here to help each other. So that's come a long way though. I, yes, but we continue to grow. Just not that I think we're flawless or perfect, but there's sometimes there's just, there's always this room to grow and it's wonderful. I'm like, great. <laughs> Let's keep moving on up and progressing. Brings all the harmony to me and balance. So I'd love for the two of you to share a gratitude circle practice um, by picking a card for us today. You all have had so much experience doing this. So we'd love to sure. start up the new year with a new card as part of Harmony and Balance. Okay. Um, I pulled it. Reverence, Sunflowers, number 20. And Reverence. Reverence. All right, start the year that way. <laughs> the root of the word reverence means to stand in awe. What inspires awe in your life? Brian. <laughs> um, for me, standing in awe right now is this new year, getting through the last couple of years and standing here with what I feel is new life, new chances, new opportunities. Um, and I think through this past year, I feel like I've grown so much that I'm almost just standing in awe of, of that really of just how much growth I've had and growth that I know my friends have had and the growth we've had on this podcast. I stand in awe of that for sure. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's been a year that I, these cards were sent to us and, uh, started utilizing them pretty quickly in January and just how simple this was. And I was so lost and in some ways I'm still working on being found, but these cards just really were able to bring my spiritual, my spirituality to me and uh, kind of guide me. And, you know, these cards are just a great gift. I, uh, I stand in awe of just, what the work I've done and what these cards kind of the questions that are asked, the conversations that it opens up and, you know, it can be hard, but when you get through it, it's so enlightening. And, uh, and I feel like, okay, you know, I have a tool 
I have, you know, it's like playing Zelda. It's like, okay, I got to gather all my tools to get going onto that journey. And, uh, you know, it's just one more tool I got. So these cards are, you know, I, I spread them to friends and family with love because it's, it's just, it's, it's for you. It's just to kind of get inside yourself and, and that self-care and that love and be all that you can be and put out good energy to everybody. So thank you for these cards. I'm in awe of growth. I feel like hearing these stories at live, it's like, wow. You know, I felt the despair in my heart, Brian, when you shared about your dad and the time that you lost with him. And and then it shifted just with that choice to make peace with it. And just a, a reminder of like, things can be really hard and, and there's always a potential for the shift to happen through just the growth. So I'm just grateful and in awe of that growth. I think I'm in awe of transformation. You know, we ended 2021 talking about destiny and the balance between choice and destiny and to know that you Brian made the choice to forgive and that invitation then invited transformation of your father and that to me is something that we get to do or can do each and every day. It's not easy to do. Um, and then when we invite that moment in, I'm just listening and imagining you on your dad trying to download Clubhouse on his phone and like just logging in and just showing up. Um, and then just that simple act of listening and being listened to and that's in some ways all we can really do is just be a witness thank you for picking that card for us nicole for the year starting off the year you're welcome so just as we're the last sort of question for you is has there been a moment or is there where you were able to see what you each brought to harmony and balance in a moment of maybe imbalance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause instead of acting or being reactionary, doing something I always do. Yeah. A couple of times it's, I've forced myself. Okay. Step back. What was that moment? If maybe just give us a a, a one or one well, story. I, it could be, there's just so many things because if if I'm off balance, then the house is off balance, right? So, <laughs> so an example, it's more of I think he was trying to help me, and I I just you know the one time that maybe I'm I I do need his help, but I I but I it just wasn't working out, and so it was just getting. What very, was that moment? Well, just a connection with my work, just a connectivity, a, a 
like a little thing like that, that just sends me, I can't, I can't handle it. So, and he knows that. (laughs) And, but, uh, so it just, it gets very complicated. And I think instead of acting, you know, out, I kind of took a step back and I'm like, okay, it's, you know, what's going to happen if you get upset, you're going to just create chaos. So breathe, breathe a little bit. And it actually, yes, it just, and as much as I don't want to breathe, I I want to create rage, (laughs) just my natural feeling to kind of step back and reverse that and breathe it out was interesting. Um, and I'm not perfect. I don't do it all the time, but that exercise was a wake up call a little bit to kind of go, wow. Um, you know, I can change it. I just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in my old habits, my own ways, but it's the awareness now. I went through the rest of the day going, wow, I was able to do something just a little bit different than what I normally do and how much that, that, that affected everything in, in a better way. And instead of, uh, you know, it, it, it getting so blown up, it, it, it got resolved in a, in a more quieter matter or, uh, how long ago was this? Oh gosh. I don't remember. Maybe six months ago. Time's going by too fast. I can't even <laughs> tell on time, but it, it little things like that, um, is just kind of where for me, the imbalance is. So, and he knows that. And we talk about it. What I like is when we go through situations is that there's, there's a conversation about it so we can kind of rectify it, learn from it and move on from it. And if we have to come back to it, then it's like, okay, well now I'm, you know, A, B and C, but most likely we close it out and there's progression. Yeah. Progression. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's marriage. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'll, let me say this. I'll start with the imbalance for me that I brought to our relationship. Do you remember that morning? Oh, right. Yeah. Well, what, what day of the week was it? Shit. I think it was a Monday or it happens all the time. <laughs> it does. It happens a lot. And, but not, I mean, her connectivity issues with uh, her work and it does frustrate. You're talking her. about just like literally internet. Yeah. Connectivity. And it's cause she, yeah. she, if you want to get specific, she dials into a VPN, which I know people are familiar with from working at home. Now VPNs are very picky and she's dialing into one from her computer at home. And sometimes it's not cooperating and she doesn't know whether it's her or, you know, the VPN or, and, and I'm trying to kind of calm the situation cause it's, her job is a very high stressful p- position where she's managing many, many parts and, and time is precious for her. And so when she's thrown off track, the whole house is going to get thrown off track because we're going to feel that. Um, and we work 10 feet away <laughs> from each other every day. Um, so there's definitely, if I'm frustrated, she feels it. If uh, she's frustrated, I feel it. There are moments I have to put on headphones and listen to some YouTube videos and block that out. But that's just the harmony and balance in this house. Um, you know, we understand each other's jobs are stressful. Um, and that kind of leads me into the imbalance part of what I bring some, I've brought before with her is, you know, Nicole will, will need, will we'll hit a wall. You know, she'll hit a wall and she'll cry and she'll, she'll get into, um, you know, a dark place. And I being raised a certain way in my house, uh, whenever I was around yelling or anger or anything, 
I would, I would kind of hide and I'd go hide in a closet or something. And that's kind of what I was, you know, raised around. <clears throat> and I unfortunately have carried that on all these years through relationships where people would yell or get mad. I would kind of shut down and just kind of sit and shut down. You know, just no emotion. I'd numb up. And that happened a lot, or, you know, in our relationship with Nicole is just, you know, she will go through times where she's, she's really not in a good place. She's hurt. She's, she's, she's angry. She's frustrated. And, you know, her mom's not around. Her mom's not here. She's passed. Her dad's not in the same place here. You know, who does she have? And that's got to be a very lonely feeling. And especially when I shut down. And I'm not there to put my arms around her or tell her that it's going to be okay because I'm frazzled by the way that she's acting. That's the imbalance sometimes we have. And I, I'm, I feel terrible, you know, that sometimes I haven't done that for her. And I need her to know sometimes that I recognize that she's not doing well. And there are times it's just been so hard for me to put away my own trauma that I had, I guess, is when I was a kid and realized she needs me. It's not about you, Brian. She needs you. She needs, you know, she needs, she needs comfort. And so that part's been tough. And there are times I've done okay. I've pushed myself to, to put my arms around her, even though she's, you know, she's freaking out or, you know, she's not doing well. And there are times I can't, I've failed and I've gone into the bedroom and just sat and, and, and shut down. And, and it's because I'm so traumatized from hearing, you know, like anger and things like that. And, and so that's an imbalance that I'm working on still to this day. I still work on it um, because I want her to know that I know that she's not doing well sometimes. And I want her to know that I do care and that I, and I want her to feel never feel alone. So that sucks. You know, we both lost our mothers recently, so I get it. Um, and so that's something I'm still working on, um, you know, and, and the other side of that, the harmony and balance part is, um, you know, Nicole was there for me when I lost my mom and that was two years ago. And she has never, ever not been there for me when I have, you know, gone into my dark places when I've, when I've cried, when I needed to feel, um, a woman, like a, a mother leaf, a motherly presence, she has been there every single time, not even hesitating. And every time, every time she's, it's, it's been so warming and comforting. And I feel my mom almost channeling through her and telling her to help me and put my, her arm around me. And I feel it every time. So for me, sometimes to realize that I'm not reciprocating sometimes when she's going through some stuff, it's, it's like I said, it's something I work on and that's part of our harmony and balance is talking about it, recognizing it. We've had this discussion. It's not like I'm bringing this up in the podcast for the first time. We've, we talk about this a lot and, and it's, it's part of our relationship and it's part of what we work on. Um, but she knows, she knows, and I'm, I'm not speaking for her, but I, she knows where I'm coming from and she knows how much I do care and love her. So. Thank you for modeling 
what harmony and balance feels like in, in real life. Nicole and Brian. Thank you for uh, letting us come on here and share this with you. For those who may not have been in the gratitude circle before, one of the three in, intentions that we have, one is that our inner teacher is our best guide. Two, there's no need to fix, save, or advise anyone else. And three, silence is a participant making room for discomfort and discovery. And that's what's so beautiful and powerful about these practices that we can each do them each and every day. Just inviting these plants, these prompts, these moments to just inject a little bit of, okay, what choice am I going to make and how I'm going to show up in this particular moment? And who knows what then comes of that. So as we close this gratitude episode, first one of 2022, I'm really inspired by, Brian, your story of choosing to make peace with your father. So I invite you to just soften and rest your eyes, close them if it's convenient and helpful. I'd love for you to just hold both hands out, palms up like you're receiving something. And if you're at a place where you can't do that, just visualize your hands opening, receiving. And we're going to practice choosing to make peace. So I invite you to really sit with someone, something, or some part of you that you'd like to make peace with as we begin this new year. Just come up with the first thing that shows up. And imagine yourself planting that thing in both of your hands, the left and the right. It can be a part of you that you want to make peace with. It could be something about a relationship or a situation in your life. Just imagine feeling the weight of those things in your hands as you're choosing to make peace. You can say this to yourself or out loud. I choose to make peace with this. And imagine yourself letting it go with both hands dropping it gently down, really releasing this as you make peace from your heart. And just trust that all shall be well and that you can really release this to make room for what's to come this year, 2022. Thank you, Belinda, for the beautiful practice. 
Thank you, Brian and Nicole, for joining us in this journey, this experiment. Peace be with you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.